Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I want a man with a And thank you once again for joining us for another episode for your pleasure. I absolutely love being here every week because every week I get to examine, discuss, and celebrate pleasure in our lives. Sometimes, because of no fault of our own, we end up uh, getting hurt. And then, of course, uh, pleasure seems like a distant dream. Well, before we get into it, today we're going to talk about uh, pleasure after a brain injury. And since I have said this more than once, that the orgasm actually begins in the mind, um, we're going to talk about how a brain injury might impact uh, the rest of our functioning and our pleasure. But before that, I want to tell you that our show, as every week, is being brought to you by www.yourpleasure.com. Please visit for wonderful ideas, lotions, potions, and some great ideas to help add spice and variety, especially in the exclusive relationship where a little bit of spice can really go a long, long way. And just for your information, recently I put out a book another book, and it is called Adventures of a Modern Aphrodite, 32 years in the making because it is a compilation of all of the very funniest, most outrageous pleasure party situations that I have found myself in. And I have to admit, it wasn't that I was so outrageous, it was the guests. So if you want to hear about some of the most wonderful, great times in a book, something will definitely make you laugh out loud, and some of them will make you go, hmm, Uh, please do check it out. You can download it on Kindle. It's under my full name, Ellen Nicholas Rathbone. So I want to get on to my interview because I know that my guest today, Kathy Blake, who is a somatic therapist, has lots to share with us, and uh, I want her to have an opportunity to give a little bit of hope and a little bit of direction to anyone out there who may have suffered from a brain injury. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest, Kathy Blake. Kathy, are you there? Yes, I am, Ellen, and thank you so much for the opportunity to share today. It is just wonderful to have you here. I am so excited. You know, I have to be honest with you, when I first 
decided to do this radio program, you were the first person that I thought of having as a guest. You were the absolute first person. And I was like, Aww. I have got to get Kathy on my show because she is she is um, dedicated to her craft and uh, she is the kind of a person who will um, give hope and encouragement to people uh, from a very loving place. So, so thank you so much for being here today. It's just making me just I'm just giddy with excitement. Great. <laughs> now, first, first I want to um, I want to ask you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what a brain injury actually is? so that, you know, we kind of have our parameters straight um, in understanding this topic today. Okay. I'm going to start with a little story from um, a Kara from Chicago, and she has a moderate injury. Some of my relatives surprised us by coming down for a visit. My brothers volunteered me to cook this big family dinner because, frankly, they cook like they have brain injuries. Anyway, (laughs) by the time I got done cleaning and grocery shopping, I had an hour and a half to take a shower and cook the meal. I made pork chops and chicken and whatever, potatoes and stuff. I made some in a barbecue sauce and some in a nice mild brown sauce with pearl onions and shiitake mushrooms. They all liked it and said, these were wonderful pork chops, blah, blah, blah. Well, they finally left, and I was so damn tired by that point, I just covered the whole table with saran wrap so I could take a nap. (laughs) It gets better. Uh, (laughs) I let the dogs out and saw this grocery bag on the back step. Inside it were all the ingredients for my lovely mild brown sauce. I was stumped. I looked through the fridge and realized I had served those pork chops with my dog's Vita Gravy, 14 <laughs> essential vitamins for a healthy and shiny coat. And they loved it. My brother even told me later, geez, Kara, you didn't cook like that before your injury. I told him, you really have no idea. So I, I just, this is what it's like inside to have a brain injury. gives you a little idea. There are three different, um, yeah, three different, I don't know, types or severities. Okay. Most of them are mild, called mild, but they can totally change your life. And 90% of people that get brain injuries um, are in that category. And then 10% are moderate or severe. And these people have to kind of relearn how to do things like cook get up and walk, go to the bathroom, you know, and things like that. They are they have to have retraining just to live their lives. Okay. So and the third? Oh, severe. Severe, um, they will really have a, not a good um, prognosis for having very, you know, doing things in their lives as far as having full-time jobs and things like that. Right. Moderate are kind of in the middle and you can, you know, if they're early enough, um, you know, if I know some that have had the injury when they were in their early 20s, and they can relearn things 
and can be uh, live a fairly normal life, um, maybe not, you know, be rocket scientists or anything. Anyway, so um, looking at these three as far as sex, um, frequency of having intercourse decreased by 75% mm. when it was a female, female survivors and spouses, mm-hmm. And 55% with male survivors with, that were in couple relationships. Right. But they're all a little different. So I'm going to sort of concentrate on um, more the mild injuries because um, we just don't have the time to cover everything. All right. So also every brain injury is different. It kind of depends on what you were like before your injury as to and what the actual injury um, affects. So that's one thing to keep in mind is that everyone's different. Right. Common impairments include memory loss, uh, usually short-term memory. People can remember things from the past sometimes, but um, you know what you what you did five minutes ago sometimes is not um, available. Well, let me let me ask you. Let me just kind of jump in here for a second. Um, sure. The body remembers, though. The body remembers a lot of things that the brain might not remember. Know what I mean? I mean, the brain was yeah. injured, but the body still knows how to do things because it's done them so many times. So, in the in the instance of say having orgasm or even masturbating or anything that has to do with uh, developing some kind of um, sexual tension, um, if the person is, say, guided by their lover to, well, remember this, and and then showing them again what it felt like, can they take up from there? Can they, um, can they you know, just go with their body memory? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I, I for sure do. And that's uh, a big factor in healing. Mm-hmm. is going because sexual activity is a body experience right. and and the other thing is that we relate to people best through our hearts and you know part of the journey for a lot of people with brain injuries is returning to basics and what their heart is like and how they feel inside um as long as they haven't had, you know, a lot of damage to the nerves and whatnot. And even then, you know, it just depends on uh, what was lost. But most people, I think, with milder injuries, quote, <laughs> um, can do have a lot of that body memory, and that can be used to help enhance pleasure. Now, you may not enjoy the same things all completely, but some of the same things still apply, and especially as far as connecting with a partner. Again, there may be some um, things like emotional outbursts that may happen um, a little more because it usually the survivor needs a little more time to um, learn to pr- control their emotions because the emotions can be more um, more difficult to control. But that. You know, so if a person is very much um, having joy and pleasure, then it might even be enhanced if that person can be more in touch with 
and more present with what gives them pleasure. So that right. could be a, a gift there as well. Right, right. So, so what are you are you saying that? Um, so some of the other avenues for regaining pleasure in your life after a brain injury would be, say, masturbation or uh, relearning how to touch oneself or uh, because you don't remember any of the shame or guilt that maybe you had uh, before the brain injury, now you are coming to your sex life with a clean slate? It's almost like coming at it with a clean slate? Well, it just it depends. Um, that sounds like more of a severe injury kind of thing. but Okay, um, oh, okay, all right. And you can have some trauma that if you work with that through the body, um, you know, you can still have a lot of things that are intact that way. Um, so it doesn't always do that, but that's something to look for. Um, another big problem or obstacle to pleasure is fatigue, and that's something, again, that's really common with people that have brain injuries. So, you know, if you can um, plan a time to enjoy your partner or enjoy masturbation, um, and it may not be spontaneous because there are times when people with brain injuries have a more, more energy. Right. So, you know, if you used to be a morning person and and now you get more energy at night, then that's the time to plan. But still, you can still be spontaneous around what you do and how you do it. Right, right. But the timing is more important to be working with the brain injury. And that's one of the things I found in my study where I, I worked with three couples doing somatic counseling. And we had 12 sessions. And one couple went from having... Uh, no sex to having sex. And that was a matter of timing because their schedules were so different. They had to plan a time when they could both be having energy, having being relaxed, and it feels, you know, and have them feeling safe. Now, did both of the people in that couple have a brain injury? Like it was in a both, they were in a car accident and they both had the brain injury or it was just one partner? Just one partner had the brain okay. injury. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. What are the um, some of the processes for healing um, and for enjoying one's uh, sexual life once again after brain injury? Some of the processes. Yeah. Um, well, one of the big ones is trying to um, work with the um, things like. <laughs> medications and pain and advocating for your needs, things like an assessment of, you know, what you can help fix. Fix is really not the right word, but what you can work with. Right. And so if you have, like, physical issues like erectile dysfunction or inability to have orgasm, then I would suggest getting um, help with that a medical help with that, and that's not my area of expertise, but, you know, let's see what, you know, what the parameters are here and work with that. So that's one big piece. 
But things that you can do once those uh, physical things and some emotional things are taken care of, um, some of the things that can do can be around healing. Things like healing your trauma if you have any kind of sexual trauma, mm-hmm. because with the brain injury, the mechanism for holding back and damping down on your emotions is sometimes damaged. And so you might be more spontaneously um, triggered, flooding, having a lot of intense activation. Um, So learning how to work with your higher activation with, so you need more coping skills like taking really deep breaths. Mm -hmm. And some of these really also help um, when you're with your partner and you're feeling great, wonderful joy. And, you know, and just to be taking deep breaths and really enjoying the full experience of of sex, that can be kind of a um, a gift. Like you were saying before about, you know, losing some of your inhibitions um, and having these emotions that can be really big. And they can also be scary, too. So if you have some, you know... Um, if you do some work with those and try to minimize um, having control over that is I'm sorry, not minimizing the emotions, but um, maximizing your ability to control what what what's going on emotionally. So let me give you some just basic things here. Um, body awareness is really important. And how does one achieve body awareness? Uh, things like body scan, okay, taking a few minutes every day or even to kind of go through the different parts um what what am I feeling right now in my feet okay. all right so you're so it would be like almost like a meditation because you're sitting and maybe you close your eyes and you're feeling you're kind of registering in from the top of your head to the soles of your feet and just Okay, how does my how do my shoulders feel? How does my face feel? How mm-hmm. do my you know, and then just kind of checking in, right? Right. And then and then while you're checking in, are you also relaxing those body parts and taking conscious breaths behind that? You um I would suggest the meditation would be just kind of noticing what's going on. And sometimes when you bring attention to to some part Mm-hmm. that it te- either tells you something or you have an image that comes up or a sensation. Um, and I would just allow those things to happen. And if you do your body scan before your um, scheduled time to make love and you find yourself, oh, my gosh, I'm very tense here or I'm very, I'm not relaxed or maybe, you know, there is something else that is bothering me. And so... You can, you know, take steps to um, help that process. You know, like if there's something that's distracting you, if you're you've been to work and there's a problem, and here's your time to make love, and you find your body being really tense, and you can't stop thinking about what your boss said to you. It might be a good thing to do something to um, allow that energy to sequence, like writing down, oh, you know, this is what happened, and and I'm really annoyed about this, and, you know, or 
tearing up newspaper because I'm angry about this other thing, to get let go of those, all those other distractions so that you can be with fully with your partner and make mad and incredibly wonderful sex. Right. But some, a lot of times things do get in the way, and, and so the body scan helps to identify what those things are so you can go for a walk. There's things you can do to help yourself relax and be able to enjoy the sex act. Okay, now what was the second thing? Because you said there were three things. The second, the first one was the um, body scan, right? Okay. And then the second um, thing you... Yeah, the, another one was heart, connecting with your heart. Okay. And I have a meditation on my website that um, will help you to do this. Okay, now why, while is, you're at your while you're mentioning that, why don't you tell everybody what the name of that website is and how they can access you? Okay, it's called HeartFocusCounseling.com, and if you put in it in your browser, www.heartfocus.councelling dot com. That's how you can link to my website, which has um, a heart-centered meditation on it. Nice, and that okay. might ha- help you to let go of your brain and be in your heart. And that's a really good thing to be able to connect with your partner from that place, right? Be- you know, because that's um, ultimately who we are, and you know that's where we live and it's you know it's another way of getting back our self, like self confidence because we all have hearts and the brain well, we don't all you know, have brains I'm only kidding I'm only kidding go ahead well yeah sometimes we don't <laughs> I felt like scarecrow there you know <laughs> yeah 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 but the point oh, is to be able no, you're try. right. But we do yeah. have hearts, and it's a it's it's definitely a healthier way to relate to your partner uh, sexually, emotionally, <laughs> physically. If you're coming at the relationship or coming to the relationship from a heart uh, based place, right? Mm-hmm. And, totally. Yeah, and it's just a much more loving and open and generous spirit that that uh, is heart-based rather than mind-based because mind-based often is ego-based. And when you're mm-hmm. ego-based, uh, sometimes your needs are much more important than everybody else's, and, and really that's not that's not a giving, sharing uh, way to be. That it, You know, it's a give mm-hmm. and take. It's not just about give. It's not just about taking. So, um, okay. Totally. And, and, and everybody, everybody can appreciate that, whether they – uh, has a brain injury or they don't have a brain injury, um, that coming to a relationship from a uh, heart place is the much more beautiful and connecting way to be, physically and emotionally, I think. Mm-hmm. So was there another, um, there, was there a third uh, way of checking in or a third uh, avenue for the process of healing? Let me just finish with that one. Okay. That, yeah, that having a brain injury may make um, some people feel less than or, you know, if you have a disability. 
And so that's another piece of being in the heart. It can be a very beautiful, beautiful place, and there's no disability or uh, less than kind of feeling that comes from your heart. Yes, so I wanted to put that in there. Absolutely. Okay. And let's see, the last one. Uh, we did talk about meditation. Um, okay, living more in the now is another, uh, it's kind of a gift, actually, of um, and being aware of living in the now. Right. Because if you're not in the now with your partner when you're making love, a lot of times they can sense that. And so, you know, we all get distracted. And if you can keep coming, you know, okay, so I I went to, to my work or I went to some other place. But now I want to come back. And there are ways to come back to your body. And this is kind of a conscious intentional thing. First is one to, like, relax and to just breathe into your belly taking a really deep breath, and that just kind of lets the body know that things are safe and I I'm, I can digest my food and I'm not being threatened here. And most of the times we, we breathe in our upper upper chest. Right. And right. that's kind of more of a hypervigilant kind of thing where I need energy and I might be threatened and, you know, I, I have to get ready to run or fight. But if we can take that breath and change it to move it down to the belly, and I I, I ask people to put their hands there, or one hand there, and just breathe into the hand if you're not used to doing that. So there's some, and that's another way of kind of regulating your emotion. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, if I'm too activated or too um, upset about something, then I can take deep breaths. And another kind of coping skill that I teach people is to sit up straight and put their feet on the floor because a lot of us sit with our, you know, our legs crossed. But if you want to be able to handle large emotions and to be present with your body, it's good to put your feet on the floor and kind of push a little bit Mm-hmm. And that's called grounding. Mm-hmm. And so the idea there is that if you have a strong emotion or if you're getting distracted to come back to your body, you can feel your feet and feel your legs and feel your sit bones and your pelvis on whatever chair, couch, whatever you're on. Mm-hmm. And that can help you to feel the strength and sexual energy that that lives there i don't know if you have a a sense of that but no um, no i do i absolutely do and i definitely can relate to what you're saying i think that um you have given some very good uh understandings and suggestions for how a person can reconnect to their energy, and especially people who have suffered a brain injury. Um, We only have about three minutes left to our program. So I I want you to just mention what you think, there. if there is a gift to 
the brain injury, what would you say is the most dynamic gift? Because there is something that comes out of every experience. And although we Mm -hmm. might want to look at it and say, woe is me, why did this happen to me? If you understand that nothing happens by accident, there's a reason for everything, there must truly be a gift in the brain injury itself. So what would you what would you say is the greatest gift that can happen or that can is possible after a brain injury? I think the greatest gift is being able to know what's important and meaningful in your life like after a car accident or after, you know, having a life-threatening type of stroke or something, it makes you kind of stop and think, wow, I'm still here. There must be a reason why I'm here. And to be able to, you know, some things are not important. Like if something works, a little piece doesn't work on my car, it's not anything that I really want to get upset about. Right. But what are the real gifts and things that I have to offer and that life is offering me? So it's, you know, a matter of just, um, you know, why am I still here and appreciating and being grateful for the good things that I do have here in life. Right, right. Well, that's that's a beautiful, I think that's beautiful. And I think that, I mean, it's it's, Hopefully people don't have to undergo some kind of traumatic experience in their life to be able to embrace that because life is a gift. That's why they call it the present. And, uh, you know, every breath that you take and every every uh, encounter that you have has something for you. I mm-hmm. want to um I want to thank you so much Kathy for coming on my show today. Uh we only have about a minute left. So it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and I hope that we get a chance to do this once again, and maybe we can delve into other areas. But I think you gave some really solid, wonderful information and some hope to those people out there that might have suffered from a brain injury. So I want to thank you very much for being with me this evening. And uh, Ellen, thank you so much so much for having me on the show. It's been just a joy. Thank you, dear. Okay. Namaste. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Until next week, we're, we're out. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.